Steve, what's going on, man? Um, you got this title fight coming up. You called it. You told me last time you're gonna get the win and you get your shot, and um, it hap- it's happening. So, how do you feel? You know, leading up to this fight? No, I feel really good. I'm uh, happy that I got the fight. Um, yeah, I think sometimes you just gotta say it and make it happen yourself. And yeah, so looking forward to it. Mentally, uh, the the approach that you take with MMA. You know, can you break that down for for me a little bit and, and explain like your your strategy and and like how you get yourself into that mind state of of going in there and you know pretty much beating somebody up for twenty five minutes. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's pretty it's pretty easy to get into that state to be honest. Like you get so nervous anyway. There's once it's it gets close, your mind switches and. Yeah, it's like you're not you anymore. People start making jokes around you and all of a sudden, yeah, you go almost a bit dark. It gets, yeah, it's like you're a different person almost sometimes. And, um, yeah, it's cool hearing the people around you talk about when they see the switch and all that sort of thing. But, no, I don't do anything specific. I just go in and, yeah, when it's time, it's time and I automatically just switch over to that state. When do you feel that you switch off? Like, after the fight, how long does it take for you to kind of get yourself calm? Uh, usually, yeah, as soon as it's over, like, mm. I switch out. I get to relax a little bit. Um, yeah, as soon as the fight's done, I don't have to think about being like that anymore. I can just relax. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the, the last performance you had in September. <laughs> Paul Loga, Eternal 47, lead hook knockout. Something that's very rare in MMA is a lead just any lead hook or you know knockout and you did it did you feel like when you connected that he was gone it was a real weird feeling because I I didn't throw it to hurt him I just threw it because I thought I'd land and so I was super relaxed I threw it just to start finding my timing and it just hit the right spot and so I was almost in shock when he fell down like oh I can't believe this is sort of happening type thing it's not like I'm known for my power or yeah, so I was more in shock than anything else and jumped on him. Hope the uh, ref stopped it pretty quick. And yeah, it was cool feeling. Cool feeling. Did, before that knockout came, was the fight playing out like you had planned? Uh, not really. Um, I sort of came out and it took me by surprise how quick he was. Um, I sort of watched the fight back and I think it wasn't so much that he was super quick. It was that every time I stepped in, he fired off immediately and that most people sort of defend first and then throw and so if I jump in I get the chance to jump out after my combo and then they're missing their shots whereas he as soon as I was in he threw his punches back and that's what was catching me Um, but at the time it just felt like yeah he was super quick and that sort of put me off so I knew that I had to I couldn't engage the same way I'm used to engaging I had to sort of um, bait him into throwing jump out, come back in, that sort of thing, um, make him almost go first so I could counter him rather than forcing my shots first. Yeah. Yeah, um, I spoke to Paul, you know, because he's fighting on the, the <laughs> Yeah, the I'm looking forward weekend. to that. Big fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a big fight, right? It's a former yeah. training partner of yours and a former yeah. opponent, you know, so you guys are very well connected to each other, everybody in that flyweight yeah. division. Um, he said that you're very technical. That's what he described you as. And do you feel like you are a, a technician? Yeah, I definitely think I'm more technical than I am athletic or explosive. Um, 
I think that's because my coach, David, David Wilkes, he's always on me about making sure everything's perfect. And when it's not, he'll hit me with the pad or whatever he does to make sure my hands are in the right spot. Or yeah, so I'm always making sure, I'm always striving for perfection in my technique, whatever it is, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, striking. Yeah. After that fight with Paul Loga, did they tell you immediately like, hey, <laughs> we're going to try to put that title fight together or did it take some time for them to kind of sort out the division uh it, it sounded to me like that was the fight they wanted to make and then it was just getting everything in the right place so it could happen like i'm pretty sure um shannon moved gyms and yeah i, I don't know what's going on so it took longer than i thought it was going to take to get the fight i thought it was going to happen in the last year but no nah, it was pretty clear that that's what Eternal wanted pretty quickly. So you know that you're going to face Shannon Ross. You have a lot of time between fights. What do you focus on? What do you work on? What are your, you know, what do you, do you, have you added anything to the arsenal? What, what are you doing? I'm always training, always adding things. Um, yeah, I don't think you can ever get, as soon as you get complacent and think you're good, I think that's when you start to find out that you're not good because people are always watching you, always trying to figure out what your weaknesses are. Um, so, yeah, I'm always trying to find a way that I can do, even if I do the same thing, just a different way. So the next person doesn't have my timing, doesn't have what they expected from me. I, yeah, I'm always making sure I'm something different in every fight. Since this is a, a title fight, is there a, a different approach to the camp that you're having? Or are you just going it the way that you always have and, and not changing it? Because if it ain't broken, you know, why fix it? Everything's the same, sort of. Like, I'm still doing all the same training, but it's the 25-minute fight. So now instead of doing three hard rounds of sparring, I'm doing five hard rounds of sparring. If I'm doing jiu-jitsu, I make sure I'm doing five hard rounds of Shark Tank, of jiu-jitsu, and five hard rounds of um, wrestling, Shark Tank, stuff like that. It just, yeah, it just means all my conditioning goes up all my training volume goes up and yeah surprisingly hard 25 minutes <laughs> has it been a, a, a struggle for you the you know extending your uh, your preparations not, to fight for 25 it's not minutes a struggle. it's just obviously the first few times you do it you're not used to you're not used to extending yourself like that for that long you're not yeah you don't pace yourself the right way because you're used to th uh three five minute rounds so you pace yourself different. Um, yeah, so you have to, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So I assume by the fight, I'll find out exactly what it's like to fight five fives, which will just make the next camp better. But this time it's gone pretty well. So I'm I'm confident. Yeah, you've had a, a quite a bit of time to prepare. So you probably know yeah. your body very well. Yeah. Now, um, Shannon Ross, man, he's a legit force in australia <laughs> yeah. you know he's been around for a long time he's a name have you always looked at him as the guy that you needed to beat in the regional scene to kind of break out uh it was only really recently actually that i noticed who he was because i think he changed his name or something it was shannon mcclellan or something like that beforehand and he was fighting a bantamweight um yeah it was only after he fought uh charlie alanese on acb and he was the guy i was looking at as the guy in australia um yeah, he beat him pretty handily, and I went, oh, who's this dude all of a sudden? Yeah, since then, he's been the guy that I had my eye on. Um, but yeah, he's very dangerous, and I have to treat him that way, and 
he doesn't treat me that way, he's in trouble. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you go in and and study him? Do you go in and watch all the fights? Are you are you kind of like taking a stalkerish approach? You know, because <laughs> some guys they do that. They're like watching everything. They're watching their social media. They're watching all that stuff. Are you are you that type, or are you just worried about what you're doing in your camp and your focus? It's sort of a bit of both. So really early on, I did the whole stalker stalker thing. So I went on his social media, watched all his training, all of his what he's eating, all that sort of stuff. I watched every single one of his fights, broke them down. But at at some point, like it gets close enough to the fight, you're like, well, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what he's doing. I don't care how he's training anymore. It's nothing he's doing is going to impress me. It's mm-hmm. I know that sounds like cocky or whatever, but. At the end of the day, I think I'm better than him and I'm doing everything I can and all my skills, I think, are there to beat him. So I don't care what he's doing anymore. It's, yeah, doesn't matter. You've shown, you've shown knockout power. You've shown uh, the submission game, right? Yeah. Which do you think is going to come in more handy for you in this fight? Uh, honestly, I think it's just going to be the, the total like skill package I have. I think he's very explosive. He's very powerful. But I don't think he's as technical as I am. So if he's going to win, it's because he got off a nice punch or something like that. If I win, it's because I'm just better than him. I don't I don't see him being technically better than me anywhere. Um, and I think the more he uses his power, the worse it's going to get for him. He's going to get dragged deeper and deeper and deeper. And then eventually he's going to quit or I'm going to take him out. It's, yeah. Do you see like a, a, a long... 25 minute war of course you're preparing for 25 minutes but do yeah. you see that happening or do you see something like it's going to be fast it's going to be like within the first two rounds i see three or four rounds i think he's used to three rounds mm-hmm. so he's going to come out he's going to be strong for those three rounds and i i just see himself i, I see him in the fourth and the, yeah i don't see him making it to the fifth to be honest i think he'll be too tired and then yeah, when, he, when you get tired, your explosions don't work anymore. Your athleticism is gone, and that's when I'm going to take it away from him. Your body type, right? Because, you know, when you break down fighters, you look at their body type, you look at their power, yeah. their strengths, all that stuff, skills. <laughs> but your body type is a little bit different from Shannon. You're a, a little yeah. bit, bit taller than a lot of the guys and longer. Yeah. Do you see that as a major advantage for you when you go in against all these other flyweights? No, nah, not really. I think... Shannon, all small guy. I mean, I'm a small guy too, right? And it's not like I'm just sparring flyweights, so I'm only, I'm always a tall guy. I'm used to sparring tall guys too, so you find ways to get in on these tall people. He's doing the same same stuff. He's sparring all these different people who are taller than him. He's getting in on everybody. He has to find ways to get around that height. It's not like a huge advantage. I get to hit him first. That's the advantage. But he's good at getting in. Um, if you watch the Kelvin Gastelum fight, People looked, oh, with uh, Izzy Adesanya. People were like, man, he's too short. How is he going to get inside that range? He's always short compared to everybody he fights. He's going to get in the range. And it's, yeah, could Adesanya hit first? Most of the time he did, and that's why I thought he won. So I'm going to hit first. I don't think it's a major advantage, but it's a, a, uh, sorry, it's a small advantage, and I'm going to try to use it the best I can. You take out Shannon Ross. You are the eternal flyweight champion. Do you yep. feel like you're number one in Australia? There's no questions asked. There's always going to be questions. So mm-hmm. I think I'll be put number one. I uh, hope I do. But it doesn't really matter because I want to fight all these other guys that I recognize as champs on XFC or whatever. And I want to bring them over to Eternal and fight for 
my belt. So Stuart Nickel and Charlie Allen is still around. I fight here. I fight. I want to make it. Yeah, I just want to make it so it's obvious that I'm the best and there's nobody else. And I don't think this one fight's going to do that. So I got a while, got a while to prove it. When you watch other promotions. Like, are you a guy that watches one championship because they have a pretty decent flyweight division? Or are you a guy that focuses on more on the UFC when you're just as a fan? As a fan, I, I watch more of the UFC than I do anything else. But um, I definitely watch one. I watch a tiny bit of Bellator, not a lot. But one, I watch quite a bit. Um, yeah, their flyweight division is really strong, which is um, it's good. Uh, yes, yeah, good to see DJ get that competition over there. Um, so I, yeah, I'd love to fight there. I'd love. To, I'd pref- personally, I'd prefer fighting the UFC if I had the choice. Um, but you know, I follow all of them. Any fighting, I like to watch. And there, one championship has a great Muay Thai program. I love Rod Tang and all those guys scrapping. So yeah, it's hard not to watch watch those guys. So there's two big flyweight fights coming up, championship fights. There's the uh, Joseph Benavidez versus Figueroa fight. Who do you see yeah. coming out on top for that title? I think Benavidez is going to win, but he's getting a bit older. But he's, I don't know, he's crafty. So I, th- I think he's going to win, but it will be, I don't think it'll be an easy fight. So that's how I see it going anyway. What about the Mighty Mouse and Adriano Moraes? I think that's more interesting, to be honest with you. I don't think that fight will be close, to be honest. I think DJ will kill him. Um, I thought, I don't know, I watched, he got good jiu-jitsu, obviously. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I really don't see it being a problem for DJ. I just don't. I think he'll win pretty more convincingly than he's won any other fight in one. All right, man. Well, March 7th, Eternal MMA 52, Flyweight yeah. Championship, Shannon Ross, you, Gold Coast Australia. It's going to be a great fight. Thank you so much for the time. Good luck on the fight, man. Good luck on uh, what you're doing inside and outside the cage. And uh, hopefully we'll be speaking soon. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a good day.